Great morning, everybody. Great morning. CC, what's up, man? C dub, what up, man? I see I see you're alive, man. Yeah, I'm back in the saddle. Uh cleared up my legal problems, but um Yeah, I'm back. Cleared up your legal problems. Yeah, man, I was I was in the pen for two weeks. You Oh, you was in the penthouse for two weeks? No, 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 penitentiary. No, I wouldn't oh. call that a penthouse. Oh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. But I'm back, man. I couldn't leave you. I couldn't leave you hanging. You put out some good content, though. It was, it, yeah, it wasn't bad, bro. It wasn't bad, bro. I had, had to hold you down a little bit. Lindsay came in. She saved the day. Um, yeah, yeah. So how how was it though? How was uh how was your stay in uh, prison? I built a lot of relationships. <laughs> but uh all right, tell tell the people where you really went, man. Tell them. Where uh, you so went. I I took a feather out of my my brother CJ Smith's hat and um did a little bit of travel hacking due to um COVID-19. You know I mean, we didn't really feel like we wanted to jump through all the hoops to do anything international, but me and the wife did a little quick little getaway on her little sabbatical from school. Um, and thanks to uh, a little advice from CJ Smith, the flights and the hotel was all taken care of, you know, and then we just kind of figured everything else out, but it was good, man. I was reading a lot, um, talking to my wife a lot, which is always good. And then um, the beauty of 50% of my job is that a lot of it happens um, virtually as well. So I was, was able to get some things done um, for work that came up too. So, okay. I got a bone to pick with you, bro. So she she let you do work, but uh, we, couldn't get, we couldn't get a podcast in. It wasn't, it wasn't more that she let me do work. It was more work would come up that would have to get done. And then I was a little worried. Um, Monday I was in uh, the second Monday I was in the air and the first Monday I just got there, you know, so like no work had happened yet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, but uh, you say the word coop, I'll be ready from now on. It's all- <laughs> No, except, man, except January. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, I don't want. I don't want to get on the the wife's bad side, no, bro. If anything, I'm on the bad side, and you're on the good side. Oh, that's good. That's typically that's good. how most relationships of them end up. Yeah, except for except for except for my relationship with my wife and you. I think you're, <laughs> you're on the bad side right now. I, yeah, I don't know how I man- managed to manage. Yeah, to I don't do know, it, but I don't know, bro. It's a gift. Oh no! I uh, it, hey, just if anybody hasn't heard, go back and listen to Lindsay's episode. I think it's episode thirty-seven, and <laughs> it's a real, it's a it's it's a just it's a real episode. It's a good episode. I think it was one of Cooper's best. Like the questions he was asking was on point. It's like he knew the guest. Um, <laughs> I, but seriously, no, it was a good little, a good little listen this morning. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. Um, I was good. Uh, thanks for asking. Um, well, you didn't. Just, let, you didn't. Inter- you, okay. What's up, bro? 
How, how did you hold nope. it down? I held it down, man. I held it down. Um, yeah, man. Got got the fun. Got the last pieces of the puzzle uh, for this project uh, coming into play. I'm excited um, to hear about that. Oh man, I can't. I can't wait for this weekend. Um, I'm pumped for you, bro. I'm pumped for you. But anyways, yeah, it's good. Family's good. Um, okay, enough. Enough talking. Let's get into uh, today's episode. It's a good episode, or it will be. All right. Caleb, bring in our guests for today. Hey guys, uh, today's episode of Shipbuilding with Cooper and Caleb, we have uh, a good friend of mine, uh, mentor, business partner, um, just just a solid individual, Aaron Degas. Hey everyone. Coop usually gets pretty hyped. Yeah, wow. <laughs> That's more than I expected, so. <laughs> uh Aaron, the first question we like to ask our guests is uh why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, and maybe a little bit about why you do it. I didn't know that you almost sold insurance. You can you go a little bit further into that? Okay, so here's what happened. I was going to I I went and got my insurance license and I was thinking about moving. I had two options. I was thinking about moving to Des Moines and I was going to sell uh, crop insurance with a buddy of mine. And I literally just passed the test. And then I had the option to buy my grandma's farm. So in case you all don't know, I'm from Iowa, small town, 350 people, grew up working on farms, did all that. And I was going to buy my grandma's farm or sell insurance. And I kind of wanted to get out of the small town. So I let my uh, cousin and her husband buy the farm and I was going to move to Des Moines and sell insurance. And then the whole thing is I went to a graduation party at Iowa state and one of my buddies was there selling mortgages up in Minneapolis. And he says, Hey, why don't you come up and sell mortgages? I had nothing going on. So I'm like, why not? You know, if it doesn't work out, I'll just move back. And it just escalated from there. So that's that's how I got into it. And, you know, it was a lot of hard work, but I stuck with it. And I really liked Minnesota, mainly because the fishing was great. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's uh, so I decided to stay and I've been here ever since. That's cool. I didn't I never knew um, I never knew that backside of it before. Um, yeah. You mentioned you mentioned it was really hard early on. It was. Talk. I mean, would you think it'd be uh, it, like harder then versus when it would be hard now or just hard and like hard period? It was just hard period. Um, you know, there's a lot of people in our business and uh, the reason I, I thought it was going to be easy because my cousin was so successful at it. So I thought I'd jump into it and just start making tons of money. And, you know, I was 23 years old, so I was still young and, and had a lot of energy and uh man that was not the case i would work from seven in the morning till nine at night and i'd make cold calls take calls and then i'd work on saturdays till one o'clock and uh man and i i I still remember my first year i made like sixteen thousand dollars and thank god my rent was only like 350 bucks and my cell phone bill was probably like 50 at that time Right. I didn't have any debt, 
which was nice. And I had like $3,400 saved up. So I was able to scratch by. And, and then uh, I started building relationships with agents. And it just went up. And it went up a lot after year two, I think it was. It went up quite a bit. So, and then, yeah, you know, you start working with a few good agents. And then all of a sudden, other agency that you're working with these agents, so you must be doing something right. Then they decide that they want to work with you and it just kind of escalates. So, so Aaron, why, so talking about the, you know, in the beginning, um, it being so hard, like what, what made you, uh, stick it out, like stick it out in that first year? Well, that's just my mentality. I just don't give up. I just keep going. Um, and the nice thing was financially I could handle that because I just, I didn't have any debt and I never really got into using credit cards heavily. So I was always good at managing my money. And uh, so I, I was never really stressed, but I just didn't want to give up because I knew what was out there. And uh, yeah, so I just hung in there. That, that's just my mentality. I just, I give it 110% all the time. So. Was there ever a moment in those first two years where like you were close, where you started doubting? Uh, I'm sure there was. I don't remember, but I'm sure there was. Um, but I don't remember. I really don't remember if there, if I was ever really close. Um, Do you remember any of your early wins where you were like, you know what? I've made the right decision. Like this is really going to work out. Yeah. Any any, any particular one? Yes. So my biggest win was I finally got the courage to walk into an office. So there's this real estate agent. I won't name any names, but there's this real estate agent that was huge. He was everywhere. And I remember he worked right up the street from my, my apartment. And so I walked into his office and said, hey, let's go golfing. And I was shocked that he even agreed to that. And he, so we went golfing and, and we only had time for nine holes and he was, he was on his phone the whole time. So we didn't get a lot of chit chat, but we did, it was enough. And, uh, when we got done, he says, you're my guy, I'm sending everything to you. And I went from zero to doing really well. I, I actually ended up buying my first house like six months after that. So it can happen like that. You just gotta get the courage to do those kind of things, I guess. You know, and I, I think that's where a lot of people fail is they're not willing to go put themselves out there. And and I was. So and and I was always able to answer my phone. And that was kind of a big key too. They really liked the communication part. But that was a big win for me. When I got that big agent and I started consistently getting, you know, six, seven, eight, ten deals a month, that's a game changer in our business. Mm-hmm. So that was my my first win. I do remember. You just, you just walked into his office, like just walked in. I did. I walked in and I, I just said, "Let's go golfing." And uh, we talked, and he says, "Okay." So we went golfing, and that was it. <laughs> so was was there was there anything more to to this to this this real like this guy? Like, was there? What was your reasoning for going and like? wanting to go golfing with this guy just because i've i seen his ads everywhere like you go to the grocery store he was there he was all over the internet he was everywhere you looked he was there so 
that's why I went in there because it was like I just felt like I had nothing to lose, which I didn't at that time. And yeah, so that's that's what just drove me to do it. Plus, he was just right up the road from me. So, and he and he actually said, "Hey, I want you sitting in an office next to my office." So, end up getting an office right next to his, and other real estate agents in that building started coming down to my office and talking to me and I end up getting their business too. So it's uh that, that was the first big one. So as you, as you became, as you, as you got more success, um, what little things did you do to maintain it and, you know, grow it to where you were now, where not only like you had some agents that liked you, but there's a lot of loan officers, like you said earlier. Um, what were some of the things that you just continued to do well and continue to set yourself apart with? So how it worked out, it's funny, you know, they, they say everything happens for a reason. And I, I truly believe that how everything worked out for me. Um, so it grew from there where, I ended up having to hire an assistant to help me out. So I hired an assistant and we started getting bigger and bigger. And um, the, the key thing for me was by hiring that assistant, I was able to keep on top of those agents and my clients and the communication part. You know, if you ask any real estate agent out there, what is their most important thing they look for in a loan officer? I, I mean, that'd be communication, right? It, it, that's, you know, that's a moving target, but communication is always in the crosshairs. Always. Right. Right. I mean, even if it's bad news, you still want to communicate that. Answer, with yeah, your I need to know what's going on for sure. You need to know what's going on. So that being said, so we started with one assistant and then uh, my business partner, Ben, he came aboard and then, we just grew up from there. So we had that assistant and then we started hiring more assistants and proctors and we just kept growing and growing and growing. And now we have a team of like 27 people. So it's, it's been amazing, but that's kind of how it worked out is mm-hmm. now we have our own underwriters and closers and we've basically created our, we did, we created our own ops team is what we did. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Nice. Nice. Can can you talk about you said you've been in the business for um 17 years. Yep. Um can you can you just talk about like what keeps you going back? Like why you stayed so long um being a lender? Well, um I really enjoy it number one. Um and it puts food on the table. but i do i mean it's it's a great job just because you know you you get to help those people you get to help them achieve the american dream of home ownership everyone wants to own a home um but yeah and then plus we get the freedom you know if i want to go on vacation i could leave tomorrow go on vacation and take my computer with me and still work and be on vacation so that's kind of a big deal to me plus now we're we're in the business of where we have, I don't know, 20 some loan officers underneath of us, something like that. Now I'm not even sure how many, but we also help them build their teams or their clientele up. 
to get them successful. And that's really fun trying to build those uh, other LOs businesses up. And then I, you know, I get to deal with people like Caleb and he helps me with my investment properties and stuff like this. And I get in, in on that stuff as well. And uh, yeah, that's, it just keeps me going. It's easy to keep going when you like what you do. You know what I mean? Can you, can you talk a little bit about, you know, some of the, you know, side projects that you're doing? Um, you know, you just mentioned that you're oh my God. got some properties. Maybe you could just touch on a little of the things you're doing. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, Caleb's been helping me with investment properties. So Caleb's great at investment properties. So I always ask him for advice all the time. And, uh, he's always sending me properties. So we have the property business. Uh, my wife is starting a consulting business. So we're doing that. Uh, I started a lawn service landscaping business in Omaha, believe it or not, with my twin brother. So we have that going. And then, uh, we're also doing a VRBO business as well. So I don't like to get bored. Let's just put it on. No, and, and and you fish a lot too, Aaron. Let's not. Yeah, that's right. I fish, but that costs money. I've never, I never oh, went. Well, you haven't you won a couple of tourneys? I have, but it still costs more than what you win. <laughs> <laughs> what about? Let's, so, Aaron, you've been in it for seventeen years. Obviously, very successful, good at your job, and you like it too. Um, you like keeping busy. You like doing all these other things. Do they? relate back to goals whether it's just you or you and your wife are you guys big goal setters we are huge goal setters so it's funny me and my business partner ben today we actually talked about every december beginning of january we set goals and we try to achieve them we make them you know we make them achievable we don't go above and beyond of what we can't reach we make it so it's achievable um Mm -hmm. And also my wife is that way too. So me and my wife, we set goals every year. Here's what we want to do this year. And here's how we're going to get there. So yeah, we set goals. We're big goal setters. This year is going to be a little. Can you, can, can you, can you, um, what was your thought process? So, so you, you have, you have this job. That's great. You're loving, you're loving it. Um, and then you start to now create other businesses on the side. Can, can you just talk about your thought process and like why you want to keep doing that? Yeah, hundred percent. I want to create some um, passive income and me and Caleb have actually talked about this. We read the same book, the Grant Cordon book. Uh, so which, which, one? which one was that one, Caleb, that first okay. one, I only read the one. 10x, which 10X. Yeah, you didn't that's... know this, but Coop is a huge <laughs> Grant Cardone. Uncle G. He calls him Uncle G, man. Yeah. Yeah. It it was great. Um I actually highlighted a lot of stuff in this book that I really liked. Um I have ADD, so I gotta go back and reread stuff. Um, but anyway, so I read his book and I just love the whole passive income outlook on it where you can create these, especially in like real estate. I believe in real estate, I think like, isn't it like 90% of millionaires own real estate? Is that correct? Oh, it's gotta be. Yeah. It's, gotta it's, be. Some, it's yeah. some crazy number. Like, I don't know if it's true, but it, it's some crazy number like that. 
And I, I, I believe that's how he got started, right? Um, so anyway, I, that's kind of what got me into it. Me and Caleb discussed a lot about it. And that's what drives me. And I just like starting businesses and growing them and trying to, you know, build them up. So. What, um, no, that's, that's, that's great. What, so can you talk about your, you said your wife, um, is she starting a consulting, um, business like what like how did that come about um you know and, and did you support her i'm sure you supported her but just kind of what prompted her to start her own well thing. so she works for an insurance company called gravy and she's my wife's very successful she's an operations of she's a director of operations and um so what she does is she takes like these call centers and goes in and fixes them and says, here's what we need to do and makes them better. And that's what she did with gravy. And now she's got that whole uh, operations part running on all cylinders. And basically if she left tomorrow, they would be fine. So she's like, Aaron, I love this job. I love consulting and I think I can go off on my own. So she's been meeting with a, a guy who is super successful at this and has been for many years and he's on his way out and he's on her way in. So she come next year, she's, she's going to be done with gravy. And uh, I, hopefully that's okay. I can say on this, hopefully no one's listening from gravy that I shouldn't be saying that. Yeah, but, gravy. but anyway, yeah, that's let's, the plan. let's put a disclaimer. in. Yeah. There. Throw a disclaimer in there. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, so she's she's really passionate about it, and uh, that's what she wants to do. And I I back her one hundred percent. And yeah, I don't have a whole lot to do with that. She's way smarter than I am, but uh, I definitely support her. So how how long did it did it take you, Aaron, to get all of these businesses up and running? Well, I don't know. Gosh. <laughs> well, like the the lawn mowing landscaping business with my brother. My brother just came to me and said, hey, he sold his business a few years ago. And now his, uh, his, uh, he's, he, he, can, he can go off on his own again because uh, what is it called? Uh, the non-compete, non-compete is up. And he called me and he's like, Aaron, I want to get back into it. I want to go back off on my own and could use some money. I said, well, how about we go 50, 50 and all buy all the equipment and you run the show. And he was like, okay. So that one is literally just getting started and we're already did some jobs and already put money in the count from it. So, so that's good. We already got, uh, I think two employees. I mean, it's super green yet, but that one, yeah. So that one's still like, going and in the business that Caleb helps me with the property business that's still growing as well we got a long ways to go on that but I own three or four properties now and they're doing well um the consulting one is just getting started just getting started she went out met with a company here two weeks ago and that was her first company that she met with so yep 
you've uh you flipped a couple houses as well yeah you? yeah we did that too yeah so that was tough we made some money at it but it was a lot of work so. yeah it one thing that you know being the outsider looking in just with what you tell me that i think is really important is i think you and um you and your wife a lot of times just kind of take the nike mantra and just do it you know right. which is similar to you know your great success um in lending i think as well as you just you know get it done um when when it comes to your your professional career you mentioned earlier that like one of the reasons you really like it is you get to meet you know amazing people and cooper and i are always talking about you know like building relationships and being strategic about it um but just as you went from a young professional to you know really in your prime now did you have any mentors that you met along the way? Any any key relationships that you look back on and like, man, I really learned a lot or gained a lot from this person? Yes, I have. Um, I've I've met quite a few people like that. I have a I have a couple of them that uh, are really big mentors, and I still go to them just for everything, um, even stuff that's just happening in my everyday life. Uh, but yeah, I got a, a a guy out here that I've been friends with for many years, and we fish together all the time. and And he's he's very successful, and um, yeah, he he's 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 just been great. I mean, he and he's been great for my wife too. He's kind of a mentor to her too. And uh, yes, I do. I have I have a couple of them. And I think I think anyone that's successful probably has a mentor like that would be my guess. Mm. You know, I mean, yep. like investment property. So I come to you, Kalo. <laughs> so you're kind of my mentor yeah, too, yeah. buddy. Hey, I, I, I got people I go to, man. We all got people, right? Here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think we even talked about those people before me and you. Yeah. Maybe we have, maybe we have, we, I mean, I'm on the phone with you every other day, so I'm sure it's, yeah, we're sure it came. We're always bouncing ideas off each other. So, yep. Aaron, can you can you talk a little bit about um, like, I just love how you're you're just you know starting businesses and and um can you can you just maybe give some tips and advice like what helped you start businesses like like what i feel like people they think starting a business is so yeah complicated so hard um can you just maybe give some advice on on that so um uh, kind of like what you guys said uh before about you know going after it uh i am very decisive i'm not an indecisive person I have very little patience. Uh, so when I decide that I want to go after something, I typically make it happen quick and I might fail, but so be it. I, you know, I, I'm not scared to take chances um, and lose, so to say. Um, but yeah, I think that's, I, I, in my mind, I think that's important is to, you know, don't dwell on it too long. Just, if you think it's a good idea and you have a great game plan, go after it and get it and 
work your ass off to get there. Excuse the language. But that's that's my thought. Now, the businesses that I have started, I have good mentors like Caleb and my buddy Mike. And, you know, any questions I have, I can go to those guys and say, what do you think? You know, and they're going to give me an honest answer. Like, ah, this is a terrible idea. This is a good idea. You know what I mean? It's nice to have people in your corner like that. Do you do you think having mentors has helped alleviate some of the fear in one hundred percent? Yes, absolutely. Nice, nice. I mean, outside of of having mentors, um, is there anything you do personally to deal with fear that comes up in your life? I go fishing. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do. That's my therapy as I go fishing. Um, yes, I keep uh, I keep enough money in the bank to where I don't have to, if I fail, I'm okay. Let's put it that way. Everyone's got a safe number. That's right. right. Everyone has a safe number. And we've me and my wife have been really good at keeping that safe number, you know, in the bank. So and once we dip below that it gets it's weird, but you feel like, oh my gosh, we're under that number. We need right, to get that number right. back up, even though you know you're going to be just fine. So, right. but yeah, so that helps. Aaron, what do you do? I, I I know a little bit about your lifestyle, but I know I mean I I always learn when I talk to you. What are you doing physically, emotionally, mentally to stay, um, just you know, to stay on top of your game where you're always you know, all being all you can be. What's, what's a, a a daily, weekly, what's the regimen look like? Oh my gosh. So, um, every morning I get up around four thirty, five o'clock in the morning and I go work out and, uh, I do a class called, it's called alpha. It's a CrossFit for lifetime. Right. And, and they whoop your butt. So, uh, I feel like that helps me mentally, and physically, um, because it's when you're getting your butt kicked like that, you're not thinking about anything else but trying to stay alive <laughs> some days. Mm-hmm. So, and plus, it keeps you in good shape, keeps you active, and, and you know, you don't get lazy that way. Um, but yeah, I'd say working out is a huge key for me and fishing. In case I didn't mention, I like to fish. So, but yeah, working out is big. And then I'll go, you know, I can go put in, you know, a 12, 14 hour day. Cause you know, in the summertime, you have to be able to do that or in the busy season. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. Right. That's, that's huge for me. Is there anything you're currently reading? I know we were talking about Grant Cardone's 10 X, but you got anything on the bookshelf right now? No, I don't. I'm not reading anything right now. We were so stinking busy this year with that refi boom that, I didn't have a chance to read. Yeah. And anytime I get a chance to read, I got a five-year-old boy that uh, would rather jump all over me. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Gotta love so, it. So, yeah. He'll keep you in shape, too. Yeah. But, but, I, I don't doubt that. I don't doubt I'm hoping that. basketball comes back this winter so we can go play some hoops. Oh. Speaking my language. You know? I finally got in the 
Coop note. The older group. The six foot and under. Those are the best groups to be in because your ego just, you feel so good. <laughs> yeah. and, you know, like, and there's some good basketball players and, in those groups, man. Well, it's because they're so light, man. They don't weigh anything, so their bodies are in great That's shape. That's right. That's right. So. <laughs> um, Eric, no, go any, ahead, Coop. I'm any, sorry. Any, any, anything you would you would tell your uh, your younger self, your younger 18 year old self? Boy, you know, I've been a worker since the since I was a kid. I, you know, I grew up in a, a farm community, and um, we we got put to work. You know what I mean? So we didn't have much time. Don't get me wrong. I got in plenty of trouble, but I always worked. So I don't know. I mean, I had a lot of fun when I was 18, 19, 20, 21, you know, earlier years. Um, I, I don't know. I really don't know. I I'm pretty happy with the way things have turned out. So can you talk about how you got, your work ethic yeah I mean what was that like so yeah so growing up the way I did was um we had chores so we had to get up 4 30 every morning 4 4 30 every morning go out so for all of you to to know I grew up in Irwin Iowa I grew up in town but I worked on a farm so I had to get up at 4 4 30 in the morning I was like 13 years old driving out to the farm by myself in a truck driving out to the farm to do chores and then i go back home and shower because i smelled like hog crap and then i'd go to early bird pe for practice and uh basketball practice so we did that i mean that's that's what we did it was just normal so and then in the summers we'd bale hay walk beans do the hog chores um Detassel corn. We, we I even worked a little bit on the cow farm too. But uh, just growing up on a farm, we always worked. I mean, even when we were younger, we even got put to work. We were driving tractors when we were seven, eight years old. You know, so right. yeah, that's how we got the work ethic. Is we just constantly worked all the time. But it was fun. I mean, growing up on a farm, I wouldn't change that for anything. I wish I could put Jackson on a farm. He needs to be on a farm. <laughs> yeah, he's getting too oh old, gosh. actually. That kid needs to burn some energy off. So, <laughs> yeah. But that's that's where I got my work ethic, was working on a farm. Love it, love it. Um, Aaron, do you have any, um, like, three, five – your goals for any of your your businesses anything, anything you you're willing to share of course that you know yeah. is like yeah. scares you or is challenging you um i do in the property business um i know me and you taught caleb like hey i want to buy four properties this year so that's that's like my goal for 2021 and i don't know what the you know for like the four or five year goal is Cause that's going to depend on the market um, because you know, sure. if the housing drops, I want to buy as many properties as I can. So I might make right. that four into 10 or something. You know what I mean? So that could change yep. 
um, my goal is to be, have financial freedom by the time I'm 50. And reality is we could probably do that now if we change the way we lived, but we don't want to change the way we live. So that's kind of the, that's the goal is by the time I'm 50. I also know you won't be retired by 50. I, as well. I won't be retired, but I just want to have that financial freedom. I don't know if I'll yep, ever exactly. and, and I'm the same way. I'm the exact same. I'm, I'm kind of wired to work. Yeah. Um, I love it. But at the same time, you know, the three of us have all, you know, all have similar ideolo- ideologies where it's, you know, just having that flexibility and that option. Right. And the, and the ability to, uh, to give back more, which is something we didn't even talk about. We should. Um, we should. We should. What, what, how are you and your wife? And I, I barely even know about this, Aaron, but how, how are you and your wife active in, in giving back? So, okay. So me and my wife, so my wife is huge into the living foundation. It's a mental awareness foundation and she's on the board of it. And, uh, we do, we do like this huge festival every year. We didn't get to have it this year, which was sad because we were turning up from a one day into a two day. Um, and it was going to be really exciting, but we have great turnouts. Um, my wife is way more into it than I am, but I, I support however I can. However, she tells me whatever I need to do, I do it. So we've done like some five Ks. Um, you know, we've we've just done we've done a lot. Like we have people that we never even thought that were having issues, like call us out of the blue and just want to talk. And we still talk to those people to this day. Um, but we get people like that all the time, and then. Um, we do a lot of stuff with the, the that we do um, a lot of stuff with uh, St. Jude. Um, we raise money for St. Jude. We actually got, uh, gosh, I can't remember. I can't remember how much we raised last year. The group of people that we fished this tournament, I think we raised, I can't remember if it was 600,000 or 700,000, but we, we did that for St. Jude. Um, Ben and myself, my business partner, we try to do a, some kind of donation every quarter. Uh, this year, I think we donated up to $13,000 so far for just, I, I don't remember all the, the places we donated to, but we donated to a lot of places. And we were trying to get in and do some some kind of sports with the inner city kids to help them out. And Ben's been actually working on that. I'm not quite sure where he's at with that, but uh, so we've been kind of working on something like that, but we are, we are trying to give more every year. So. It, I, I mean, I, I see it from just that the, we're in the same industry and I, I never see it from lenders. I see it all the time from other realtors. Yeah. But I, I, I think it's cool that I, from, from a lending group, I think it's just cool. Yeah. Yep. And that's, uh, you know, we're doing well and we want to give back. So that's what we're doing. Um, we actually took our team to, uh, to do this thing where you pack food. I can't remember what the heck it's called, but. We, oh, um, feed my star. Yeah, that's what it is. So we took our whole team there last year to do that. And that was fun. Uh, so we did that. And, um, yeah, that was good. But, uh, yeah, so we're trying to do more and more of that. And we're, we're actually um, 
we're doing something that's cool. Since we can't have a holiday party this year, me and Ben came up with, actually, my wife, Ben, and myself came up with something that we're going to do, that we're going to do, a, we're going to uh, donate some money to a charity. We don't know what charity yet, but uh, it's going to involve our entire team. And we're going to do awesome. that instead of having our holiday party for our team. So that'll be really cool. I can't really go into details on it just because in case they're listening. <laughs> so, right. Uh, right. You, never, you know. never know, man. You never know. You never know. So that'll, that'll be fun. Um, but yeah, we're actually, we're actually talking about getting our kids into ringing the bell at the Salvation Army. Is that what it is? The bell ringers. Mm. So we're, Jackson was kind of showing some interest in that. And so we thought about signing up as a family to do that for a day. I think I did that growing did you? up. And I think I, like, it, you brought back a memory. I mean, it's just good stuff to do for sure. Yeah. I mean, everything else, every little bit else. So, yep. Right. Yep. So. All right. Um, well, Aaron, we we appreciate you coming on the show, man. Um, I appreciate your yeah. friendship. I'm glad I got you and Coop to connect. Um, yeah. If anybody is interested in a loan or in just connecting with you about small businesses or, or all the above, um, what's the best way for people to um, follow you or get in touch with you? Oh man, you can. Uh, I say the best way is to call me because I'm a phone guy. I'm kind of old school. I like to be called. Or text. Um, but my number is 952-913-7283. And you can Google me, Facebook me, Instagram me. Um, I don't go too much on, on the on the social media stuff anymore, but I do check it probably once a day because I still have people right. reaching out to me that way. But uh, I'd say the best way is the phone. Nothing wrong with so. that. Yeah, not the Yeah. Thanks for having me on, guys. It was awesome. I'd love to do it again. Yeah, man. I I I learn something every time I talk yeah. to you. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> me too. Coop, you got anything? No, I'm I'm good, man. This was great. This was great, Aaron. Thanks uh thanks for taking the time, man. You're a, bu- a busy dude. Super so. busy. Dude. <laughs> yeah. I'm no busier than anyone else. <laughs> Coop, Coop works out at 4 a.m., oh, so Coop. you guys start getting up a little early. I can't get up that early. We got a group of women that do that, and they do it every morning. It's it's insane. Oh, man. They're probably Crazy. up at 3.30 thinking about oh, it. Oh, my God. That's how I would be. It's not. I don't know. And they, <laughs> they have regular jobs. I don't understand, like, how they can – I would be exhausted. Like, I'm so used to getting up at 4.35. I don't even set an alarm. I just get up. So yeah, but I'm yeah. not used to getting up at three thirty, four o'clock. So that's crazy. That's wild. That's wild. <laughs> yeah. So all right, all right, guys. All right, well, man. thanks for having me on. It was great. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. We appreciate you sharing. Yep. You guys have a good night. Bye. Bye. See you, buddy. Yep. You too. Bye. Another great episode great episode coop man that's crazy man he got all those businesses that's crazy he i just because i know him a little bit better he just he totally just 
sees a sees something and just go attacks it. He goes right after it. Love it, love it. Yeah, that was that was that was my one takeaway, man. It just just make a decision, right? He just talked about how people they you know have an idea, they dwell on it, they linger on it, um, and just pull the trigger. You know, that's that. You know, I feel like it's with anything, right? Once once you make that decision, once you make the choice to go after and get it. I mean, you. I mean, you either win or you learn. Yeah, he's he really, yeah, he he's a really hard worker too, and yeah, he. I mean, I worked with so many lenders, and they all work hard. But what impresses me about Aaron is how successful he is, and he still yeah. picks up my phone call at six forty-five on a Friday night. Crazy. You know, like he gives me a little grief about it, but then he'll, he'll he's like, "What do you need?" Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, I love, love it, love it, love it. Great stuff. Um, please make sure to subscribe to the podcast, leave a review. Um, anything else, Caleb? Uh, nah, man. I mean. I'm excited. We keep stacking up these episodes and I'm just excited for the next one, man. All right, man. Well, I'll talk to you next week. See you next week. See you next week, everybody. Bye. Bye.